listening to West Largest. I'm your host, The Moral Capitalist. This is a social experiment to promote the idea of moral capitalism in a common sense practicality. And for those of you who are new, the term means a person that refocuses economic activity towards the improvement of human lives and ensuring that nobody is left behind along the way. This is episode four, politicking the show. So the music has been moved to like a bonus episode that will also have that will also have like a recap, elaboration, also ask and answer questions and, and stuff like that. So I would have loved to continue to have music on the episode, but to legal bureaucracy, Spotify doesn't allow anyone to have the music and I mean on their episodes and broadcast to other platforms besides Spotify. So and other places in Spotify, you had to take the music off. So that's what I'm gonna have to do is a compromise. So hey, add it on to a little extra and it'll be a little fun. So here we go. If you're following me on IG at the Moral Cap, you probably saw a quote from Dr. King Jr. that said, quote, in the days ahead, we must not consider it unpatriotic to raise certain basic questions about our national character, end quote, which I have some. The main being, why, why is common sense labeled radical? Why do some feel content and determined for good enough? And then why, why are people tethered to the notion that we have to negatively impact others to get what we want? For those, of, for those of you who know me, you know I couldn't just not do an episode about politics. So, but, when I, but when I was writing and outlining the episode, I found myself not being able to condense that topic um, to a 15-minute episode. Not only, not only that, if you heard episode three, which was inspired by my moving experience, there, were a lot, there was a lot going on. I moved in with my partner. I attended a wedding um, in, in the holidays. So pile all that on top of work. I found myself with no time or drive to record or publish the episodes. But, you know, politics is such a complicated topic. There, 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 would, be, mm, there would be no justice in shortening my thoughts to 15 minutes. Mm. But, but, you know, that's what politicians do. So let's start politicking. According to the Oxford Dictionary, often derogatory, politicking is the action or practice of engaging in political activity. I would say current politicians fit Urban, De- Urban Dictionary's definition of politicking more accurately. I'll give you a second to look that up. See, politics are designed to be very, very draining. Everyone is burnt out and done with politics, which I understand also living through 2016 and through 2020. See, I, I will say I'm only tired of politics because it makes little to no sense. Not enough politicians are in, inspiring people to go out and be better. And the ones that do, they get booted. So, so like many, I choose to disengage. Otherwise, I'll lose it. The nonsense gets pretty mad, maddening. It really do. So if you look up American politics, the description reads, the modern political party system in the United States is a two-party system dominated by the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. These two parties have won every United States presidential election since 1852 and have controlled the United States Congress since at least 1856. I mentioned that I mentioned that because psychology is a passion of mine. Being a student of psychology, I'm always interested and fascinated by the thought processes of others. Like when politics, when politics are approached from that 
perspective, it's, it's not hard to see the deceptive tactics used by career politicians and other political electioneers. I believe you can tell a lot about a person by their politics and the politicians they support and admire. Like people say politics are polarizing. My politics started very cliche. So in 2018, I turned 18, I registered to vote, uh, I registered Democrat and I voted Democrat. So hmm, I, did, I didn't denounce my, my allegiance to the party until after Trayvon Martin's murder and then Debbie Washerman Schultz rigging the primary for Hillary Clinton. That was the last straw. That was the final straw right there. So, and then for labels, I'm cool with progressive, libertarian, or socialist. My philosophy is a blend of history's greatest minds. Um, the philosophies of Dr. King and Malcolm X make up most of my foundation. So, and not the watered-down Martin Luther King teaching school. That's, that's, not the, that's not him. So, and then both men have taught me the importance of truth, accountability, and straightforwardness. So end end with politics, you learn a person's being. From finance, which is interconnected, we learn of a person's engagement with the world. It's like As for me, politicians I say I admire would be like FDR, JFK, Ulysses S. Grant, and Teddy Roosevelt, in no particular order, mainly because they invested in the people and put the money where the values were. So how polarizing is that? Quote, there is no deficit in human resources. The deficit is in human will, end quote. Dr. King wrote that. I can be described as a radical thinker. I think that's mainly because I've seen and been through pain and struggle and know that this wor that the world is possible without many of these man-made problems. Like people say Dr. King was assassinated because he was trying to unite the working class of this country. I'll, I'll add that he also called out the liberals in the Democratic Party. Quote, the large, par the large power blocks talk passionately about pursuing peace while expanding defense budgets that already bulge, enlarging already awesome armies, and devising ever more devastating weapons, end quote. He said that capitalism has created conditions permitting necessities to be taken from the many to give luxuries to the few and encourage small-hearted men to become cold and conscienceless. So, so they are unmoved by suffering, poverty-stricken humanity. See, as previously mentioned, I studied psychology and learned about groupthink and influence, um, the power of authority figures, nudging, and then I can go on, but you get the point. I focus so much on politics and money because these two subjects affect our everyday lives. COVID, government shutdowns, and unemployment has further shown that. So, here's the truth. The government uses economic exploitation to coerce and control its citizens, which could be argued as abuse from the state enforcing herd mentality. Aside from the federal imposed economic suppression, both parties further worsen the situation by limiting democracy and silencing all opposition. So through economics and other regulations, they just oppress everybody while intentionally cultivating echo chambers. As time passes, the more I want to be a more authentic self, the more I want to have authority and autonomy over myself, and the, and the more I become less tolerant of others infringing or trying to block that. So is it, is it radical to want to set fire to a system that allows poverty, homelessness, disease, and starvation? Quote, 
True compassion is more than flinging a coin to a beggar. It understands that an edifice which produces beggars needs restructuring, end quote. Truth is found neither in traditional, cap, uh, in traditional capitalism nor in classical cons, um, communism. Each represents a partial truth. Capitalism fails to see the truth in collectivism and that life is social. Communism fails to see the truth in individualism and that life is personal. We all know suffering. Therefore, we all should be dissatisfied with exploitation, suppression, and indignity. We should strive to be those creative dissenters who call our nation to a higher destiny and more noble expressions of humanness. I have conclusion that too much politicking results in the economic oppression of us, the people. When it's all said and done, my politics are simple. I'm a radical that's anti-exploitation, anti-suppression, and anti-party. What I find troubling is how history repeats itself and in the form of economic exploitation. When they're politicking, they're devising ways to get us addicted to whatever they need to control us, whether that be welfare, employment, childcare, or travel. In the eradication of poverty, we have the tools, but lack the will. The same could be said about political reform and revolution. Fortunately, all we needed is a spark, and that's, that's happened. I hope you enjoyed this episode, episode four, politicking, radical or otherwise. You can find me on IG at the Moral Cap. You can find me on Twitter. All that will be in the description. But yeah, check me out. Um, hit me up on my socials. And until then, see you next time. <laughs>